I am Dr. Barbara Kiel, and some clients of mine prefer to call me Dr. Bibi. And to be honest, I quite like it. Welcome to my podcast. To be honest, a podcast that is born out of mental health efficacy. I believe in the power of intention, and my intention for this podcast is to educate whoever wishes to listen, and to make a paradigm shift in how we perceive mental illness. I also believe mental health education is key, and that one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is to invest. In your own mental health. Let's face it, we all need to learn how our minds work, and have the skills to deal with life's ups and downs. And more importantly, let us strengthen our ability to better connect with and support each other. Strong, empathetic. Nurturing and caring relationships have the power to prevent everyday challenges from becoming more concerning issues like mental illness. The responsibility to renew focus on your own mental well-being begins now. It's time to set the energy of this episode together. You may wish to put your hand on your heart. And close your eyes, unless you're driving or operating some kind of heavy machinery. Now take a deep breath in, and as you exhale, let your thoughts go. Let your worries go. Let any tension in your body go. And let your past go. Now take a moment to plug into the greater energy of the universe. Feel your heart, and imagine us all connected in a unified field of divine white light. And know that you are safe. All is well, and so it is. So take another deep breath in. And exhale out loud with a sigh. And when you are ready, slowly open your eyes. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of To Be Honest, and of course, another warm welcome to our first-time listeners. Today's episode is part four of knowing your attachment style. For the benefit of our first-time listeners, please go back to the archive and have a listen to part one to three, and then come back to four because this is a deliberate sequence. All right, so let me quickly、uh, recap what are the attachment styles. There are basically four of them. One is securely attached. Another is anxiously attached. And the third is the avoidantly attached, and the fourth is disorganized. That means those individuals are both avoidantly and anxiously attached. 
In the last episode, I ended it by sharing with you the ways how anxiously attached individuals can heal and grow into earning a securely attachment style. So obviously, I have yet to share with you avoidantly attached individuals the way that they will heal. So first of all, they have to identify the avoidantly attached. They have to identify their deactivating behaviors and to consciously cut them off. Remember, the anxiously attached they tend to have protest behaviors, whereas the avoidantly attached they have what we call in psychology deactivating behaviors. How they can cut them off is to be vulnerable, not manipulative, be their authentic selves, open, effective communication by asking for what they want directly. For example, ask yourself: Am I having trouble saying I love you? Am I being ambiguous? Am I having trouble being physical? Such as holding hands in public, or hugging, or letting the world know that I am taken. Am I being incredibly nitpicking? Is it really hard for me when things are going really well and not to pull away? So, in other words, in check all your deactivating strategies. Do I flirt with other people in a way that's harmful to my relationship? Do I check out when my partner is getting emotional? So we have to look at our deactivating strategies and correct them, identify them, and then start working on not doing those things consciously. So there is some behavioral therapy there. Then we have to de-emphasize self-reliance and start emphasizing on independence. Because the avoidantly attached, they tend to misidentify self-reliance as independence. We are supposed to ask for support, ask for help when need be. So focus on that interdependency. In other words, focus on that mutual support that a healthy relationship can give you. Mind you. The number one thing for healing for both avoidant and anxiously attached is courage. That I mentioned in the previous episode, my audience, you have to have courage to ask for support, to identify when you need support. So that's going to be another step that an avoidantly attached person has to do that an anxiously attached individual doesn't. So the avoidant, they have to figure out when do they even need support. So consciously becoming aware of your tendencies to misinterpret behaviors. What that means is that avoidantly attached individuals can have a real negative bias around vulnerability, around weaknesses, and around interdependency. So understand that when my partner texts me a couple of times because I haven't texted back just a couple of times, nothing crazy, then I need to be aware of my tendency to be like, "Oh, this person is so needy or controlling, 
wanting to know my every move. So at that moment, I must shift my thinking to now. Now they just want to connect with me, so I need to text them back. That's where I need to meet them. So you see, the avoidantly attached tendency to misinterpret behavior needs to be looked at closely. That's why my audience, the need to engage in the hitch of the echo model in decoding your past traumas and start healing again. If you have not already listened to the "Decode Your Past Traumas" part one to five, please go back to the archive and have a listen. Also, advisable to do some CBT, which is cognitive behavioral therapy,、uh, some reframing. If you can muster your courage to be vulnerable, go see a professional like your counselor or therapist. And let them know that this is what grosses you out, so that they can help you to cut off your deactivating strategies. Another important part for just the avoidantly attached individuals is to adopt a distraction strategy. So, what is that? Let's say your partner asking to hold your hand while watching a movie feels a lot less harmful, like yuck, than when your partner grabbing your hand when they are standing there with you. In other words, doing something with your partner while connecting is really a great way to distract yourself from using your deactivating behaviors. I.e., be out and about in the nature would be a good way to do it. Remember consciously. Remember to drop the phantom X and looking for the one in quotation marks. Because what you are doing is you are looking for perfection, which doesn't exist. And lastly, just like an anxiously attached individual, if you are not already in a long-term relationship, date a securely attached person from the very get-go. Because a securely attached individual is going to give you more space than an anxiously attached person is going to. There is going to be less drama, less upheaval, and there's going to be less perceived weakness on your part, because a securely attached person is going to know what their needs are. They are able to be self-reliant, but also mutually supported, and they are going to show you the difference between these things. Whereas an anxiously attached individual, they cannot teach you that until they learned it themselves. So, my dear audience, that's basically the journey for both the avoidant and the anxiously attached. Please remember, if you are already loving an anxiously or an avoidantly attached individual, you must start to learn and do the internal work. So you can grow into being a securely attached individual. Oh, by the way, securely attached people also get divorced. It's not as if they are immune to tragedy or divorce or relationship not working out. Instead, 
they would be quicker to get a divorce. Actually, to a certain extent, if things are really bad, because again, they want to get out and get back to who they are, and they want to be in alignment with their internal boundary. So there you have it, my dear audience. I trust. By now, you have an idea about your attachment style and a basic understanding of how our attachment tends to drive what we think we deserve. So it is important to examine your existing relationships so you know what your next move or action is going to be. So thank you for listening, my audience. I appreciate you, and until next week, stay safe, learn heaps, and find the courage to do your internal work. Bye for now. You can find this podcast, to be honest, on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and my website, www.drbarbarakiao.com. D R B A R B A R A K I A O dot com. Mm-hmm.